world of e-commerce can be tricky, and that's why you need the experts to help take you to the next level. This is Delivering E-Commerce, and this is Chris Parsons. Hey, welcome to Delivering E-Commerce. I'm your host, Chris Parsons. Wow, I just noticed my t-shirt matches my theme. Um, That's great. Uh, So (laughs) just a little bit uh, ADD there, but I'm so happy to have a guest today. I was on his podcast uh, just a few weeks ago, and uh, I'd like to introduce everyone to Philip Paquette. Philip, how are you, buddy? I'm doing really well. I'm really excited to to be with you today, Chris. Yeah, I uh, I just got this brand new Kenny Omega shirt. I don't know if you watch wrestling at all, but he's a uh, he's an AEW wrestler, and uh, I'm a I'm fan. I'm a big fan of uh, of AEW. So uh, I I'm a 45 year old adult wearing a wrestling t shirt right now. <laughs> Yeah, I used to watch uh, WWE. I yeah, think when you were was a kid, right? Like you were nine yeah, years old. Yeah. I do remember what a really, really nice time with my dad. We went to that that place. It's called Colisée Pepsi here in Quebec City. And uh, I think it was in 2008, something like that. And I discovered at that time the big show, which was oh. like a big, big wrestler. Oh, wow. It yeah. was so amazing. I, I discovered what the gigantes was is it the right term like big big and giant, tall people yeah 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 what a giant was yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so that guy still um is in wrestling his uh the big show now has a t-shirt he's changed his name but his t-shirt says uh no more bs no more no more big <laughs> show right so it's so clever it was great <laughs> anyways philip this is not about my wrestling love and uh, my t-shirts this is about you today um, I had the pleasure of meeting you probably a month or so ago and then being on your podcast. And uh, I'm a big fan of what you're doing in the marketplace and you've had some tremendous guests. But let's talk about your journey first and then we can talk about uh, what you're doing from a work perspective and what you're doing for, for your podcast. Because I think a lot of people, if, they, if they're enjoying delivering e-commerce, they're going to really enjoy yours as well. So let's start with your journey. Yeah, thank you so much for your kind words. Uh, so my journey, I started... Um, in e-commerce, I started when I was 16. Uh, so I started to sell uh, in the basement of the, the house of my parents. So I bought at that time some uh, double layer uh, DVD uh, for, for Xbox 360 at that time for, for burned uh, games. So I was yeah. really focused in that niche. Niche I started on eBay uh, in 2008. Um, so I was buying products uh, at my cost price at Future Shop. And selling the, <laughs> selling the products on eBay, so I've started to uh, do e-commerce that way. I was really excited doing it. I started to make a little bit of money, but not that much. So I still continue my studies. And um, at 18 years old, I co-founded um, a business in distribution. So we were distributing some synthetic turf and um, also a lot of plastic material to go on the ground for commercial industrial uh, purposes. So uh, it was my, my first real, you know, entrepreneurial journey. And the reason why we started that business is because uh, I was having some strength to you know, digital marketing um, at that time. And my other partner was really interested in the, in the industry. So I said, okay, I'm going to, you know, open an eBay account. I'm going to do uh, the uh, e-commerce and I'm going to do everything. But at that time, I'm 10 years old. I sold uh, that company when I was 23. And uh, at that time, we've started uh, Novatox, uh, the venture that I'm in. Uh, right now, we've been 
uh, in business for over uh, seven years by now. Um, so it's, it's an accelerated version, but uh, I don't want to bother anybody. <laughs> Long story, but uh, yeah, so we've been in the business for the last uh, seven years. So we're an, e- an e-commerce agency, so an end-to-end firm uh, that uh, manage only e-commerce sellers. We have uh, 50 employees around uh, right now. Uh, we're based in Quebec City, as you can tell with my accent. Uh, and uh, we're, we're expanding right now in Boston. So I'm going to be moving, uh, temporary moving to Boston to open the Boston area. Um, basically, what we do is strategic advising, uh, UX, UI design, uh, and uh, also uh, web development. And uh, over the last four years, we've started marketplace services. So I'm back to my roots, basically. So now we are managing a large uh, Amazon account for Amazon Canada, Amazon US, uh, and uh, lots of Walmart and eBay accounts also. So that's that's pretty much it for for that part. Um, well, let's also- let's let's back up a little bit before we yeah, get yeah. into uh, your adulthood here. So as a teenager, yeah. this is, we can't let this slide. 15 years old, you start e-commerce, 18 year old, you're now a veteran uh, at 18 and have your own business. Uh, how, what do your parents, like, how do they support this? Like my parents, when, when I started telling them about e-commerce, it took me forever to explain to them what it was. Cause they're like, I don't get it. Is, is it a catalog? And I'm like, well, essentially it's a catalog. It's a Sears catalog put onto a digitized format. But uh, how did, how did you come up to your parents and say, I'm ready to go into business at 18. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, it was a really nice journey, that part. Uh, so basically, I started uh, I started computer programming, so Java and HTML and PHP when I was 12 up to 13. By now, I no longer code. Uh, since the beginning of the university, I, I've stopped. But uh, at that time, I was playing Counter-Strike, so I was playing a lot uh, online, and you'll understand where yeah. I'm going with that. So Counter-Strike really teached me uh, entrepreneurship. So I had to have a clan, recruit members, build a website, host a gaming server. And at that time, so I've played a pretty good level of Counter-Strike for about four years. And at the same time, I was running lots of of projects uh, on the web. Uh, I had a Juarez at that time. I don't know if you're familiar with that. So I had a forum hosting lots of files. Mm-hmm. I won't tell you which, which type of files, but I was 16 at that time. So I was having so we a get website. it. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I've learned so much about, you know, affiliate marketing uh, at that time. Um, also, ad space, exchange show. I was buying some ad space on other websites and also bringing some, some traffic on my website and generating some, some revenue from something called AdSense at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hello Traffic also, which, which was um, a private network in France because most of my traffic was French. And I really, really enjoyed like the digital marketing. So ap- after that you know, first experience when I was around 16, I said, okay, that's going to be my main focus. And I dropped all the programming uh, because... I, like you, I, I was not really focused on when I was doing some code, I was not as sharp as I would be. And yeah. I prefer just to think about strategy and, and focus more on what I can build and hire other people to, to help me. So um, that, that, that's it. And, and my parents, uh, my parents are not uh, really entrepreneur. Actually, my father 
was having some cafe. Uh, so he had two cafe when he was uh, younger, but he sold those cafe and now mm-hmm. he is retired. But so I don't really had any, you know, e-commerce backgrounds in, in my, my family. That's amazing. Like <clears throat> I'd be so proud of my son to be able to be at 18 determined and have that type of work ethic. Cause being successful as an entrepreneur is not a Monday to Friday, eight to five job. It's 24 seven. It's your, it's your baby. So good for you. Yeah. Thank um, you so much. Let's, let's talk about your Boston. Boston's a fantastic city. I've been there a number of times and uh, you guys are going to go out there and launch websites for hopefully a number of businesses. And you mentioned you're also going to be taking on marketplaces, which is obviously D to C is, is still very big and manufacturers wanting to, or suppliers wanting to sell on, on uh, the marketplace sites and the multiple options they have is probably overwhelming for a lot of uh, entrepreneurs or, or manufacturers to even consider um, which road to go down, whether they, they build their own website and drive traffic to that or whether they go onto a marketplace and take advantage of the traffic they already have. How are you having those conversations with, uh, with your partners? Um, so, so right now what we're, we're seeing is we, we have lots of, you know, bigger brands that are knocking to our door because they heard about us, mm-hmm. uh, on, on being, uh, effective on managing Amazon account and also Walmart and eBay accounts, which are the three main ones that, uh, we're, we're focusing, um, and and after we released few you know uh, case study with with Amazon and we we we've started to reach out to lots of of folks that are already selling on Amazon but we can easily see some you know some 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 things that we can't optimize so the the titles the the bullet the all the imagery imagery of, of the product listing but also all the brand tools that are not available in all the accounts that we see so. Basically, we do some some audits of the existing accounts because it's most of the time it's all public, so we can see. We test also the advertising to see if they're, you know, engaging enough with with the advertising system. And at a certain point, we just reach out and say, "Hey, why don't we work together?" And the angle we're using right now, and you can tell me if you think it's it's a good one, but. The angle we're using is we're reaching out to U.S. Uh, brands most of the time because we want yep. more U.S. clients, and we're telling them that we know well the Canadian market. So if they want to expand in the Canadian market, we can help them, but we can also help them to grow in the U.S. So that way it generate uh, more value than another you know U.S. agency because we know well the Canadian market. But uh, outside of that, I think we can be a little bit cheaper, which it's not, you know, the point that I will front because right. we're not that cheap, and that's not the reason why I want them to to come to. to but ask. you're offering better value. Yeah, because we have like the yeah that 360 commerce, you know, knowledge in house. So we don't we don't just have Amazon expert. We also have we are one of the four uh, Shopify Plus partner agency here in Quebec. So under 20 agency in Canada that have the same status. Of mm-hmm. ours, so we can help you know merchants with their you know Amazon Walmart account, but also directly with their e-commerce. So we only work with Shopify and Magento, which now is called Adobe Commerce, but I still yeah. use Magento to name yeah, them. Me too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so uh, I like I like yeah. the approach with the U.S. market because the the U.S. selling into Canada is actually pretty a pretty good proposition because Canadians 
um, when when we shop cross border, we're we're only allowed to spend I don't know like twenty dollars, I think duty free, but Americans can buy from a Canadian company and get uh, I think it's eight hundred dollars duty free. Exactly. Yeah. So you know when you, when you learn some of those tax um, benefits and tax breaks, it's really easy to kind of position a company to even be you know why don't you even set up shop in Canada and sell to U.S. customers in Canada. Because there's a there's a reward mechanism in place from your government, so it's having those type of conversations. And if you know the the two markets well enough, you'll have great success uh, pitching to clients there. So good for you. Um, also, I mean, the U.S. just you know 400 million people. Um, the the amount of businesses that could use the support versus a small market like a Quebec or the rest of Canada, which you know our population is just equivalent to what California. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> I, I think you, you're doing the right thing by expanding to a more of an international or global perspective to, to help your business grow. I think when, when it comes to your company, what would you say are like the top three, five reasons someone should connect with you and, and engage, but in conversation, is it more of the marketplace or is it more of <clears throat> a combination of marketplace and building out their own website? Yeah. So <clears throat> the, the the main reason I think outside of the the three or the five reason would be that uh, we don't take clients if we don't think we can bring some return on investment. So most of the people will tell you that, but we actually do. So when when we uh, start a relationship with the client, we make sure that we will deliver lots of value in the like the first three months, something like that. Uh, if if it's a marketplace a project, we will set some some goals and, and and reach them as fast as we can. But on the the development side, we we've built lots of methodology in house to be able to provide a lot of value at the beginning. And also, when we take an account, let's say we manage the Facebook and Instagram ads or TikTok ads for for a client, uh, we will have lots of dashboard and lots of key metric that we will follow with the client. So we can make sure that after three or up to six months, the clients see the clear return on investment of what we did, not only what they were doing at the beginning, but now what we did, what, what did we bring in terms of value? So I think it's, it's going to be my, my main reason for this, but outside of that, I think we, we have a really good strength to understand well, the business process of e-commerce. So because we own also our own brands, uh, we, we are part of, you know, all the manufacturing, all the importation, all the exportation also outside of the, of the, of the Canada, but we, we are really able to help end to end our clients. So we've been working with, with companies such as ShipStation, which is one, which yep. is one of the largest, you know, uh, software in terms of, um, of shipping label automation and also a big a big list and backing slip. Um, so we are the elite partner here in Canada for ShipStation. We did over 50 integrations, something like that. Not to brag, but just to let you know that we we build you know a lot of, of warehouse and, and process. So uh, it's something to help someone to grow in terms of sales. But we need also after that to support them to make you know. Yeah, to bring it to and, life and yeah. deliver. Yeah. yeah. So delivering e-commerce is what we do. <laughs> Good for you. It's not just the title. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, as you, and first of all, you're allowed to brag. I think anyone that's running a business and um, trying to get new clients, you have to brag. No one else is going to talk highly of you. So you, you, you better make sure you get your message out there. 
um, so that people know how qualified and, and 50 implementations of ShipStation is, is something to be very proud of. Because, uh, you know, a lot of people will say they implemented it and they've done it once. And that's, that's not the expertise people are looking for. Yeah, yeah. And one of the, um, the implementation I did that I'm the most proud of was uh, I had that company. I, I won't be able to name them, but let's say it's a really, really well-known uh, luxury handbag brand based in New York. So I won't go <laughs> more deep than this. And they were having a, a, a really big challenge. And, and I think this one is really interesting because they were doing some drops. So in the fashion industry, in the retail, uh, most of the brands that are selling some limited amount of, you know, of, of, of piece, so exclusive design or things like that, uh, they will drop like uh, 2,000 handbags and that's it. And after that, it's all done. Um, and and we, we got reached out by, by them uh, with you know, a ship station to, to be able to open a new warehouse like fast because they sold 60,000 handbags and they had to ship them in the next seven days. Wow. So, so it was a, an insane challenge. So I, I spent, you know, day and night just to figure out, uh, what was, uh, going on, on, on their side open, like all the carriers account there. It was actually their fourth warehouse uh of that company so i trained like the 26th employees with the with my reference there and we've implemented the solution and they were able after uh around seven days to ship all those uh, those bags so it was uh, really amazing over a hundred different SKUs. so not only the same handbag uh, 60,000 times uh, yeah 60,000 times but no it was not that so Lots of complexity and lots of automations that had to be put in place to right. be able to to you know optimize that uh, that workflow. So it went pretty well, and uh, we've reduced a lot of the the errors that can happen in that software. So I took a little bit the part of the logistic over my shoulders for over the last three years, but now we've named a new partner in the business. He's called Cass. He's an amazing guy. He built our, you know, marketplace department, but now is more focusing on logistics and also one of our internal brands. So that's uh, that's awesome to have him on board. That's great. So Philip, before we <clears throat> speak about uh, marketplaces or or Shopify or where the market yeah. industry is going, um, how can people get a hold of you? Because you've already probably impressed so many people listening, and they're like, okay, what's the next step so we can improve our business? When you mean you, you mean I, I don't. I'm not sure if I understand well your expression. When you said a hold of what, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> so how can they contact you? How can they? Oh, oh. How can they um, reach you on LinkedIn or yeah, email yeah. you or anything? So that way, uh, they can connect and start having some engaging conversations on how they can grow their website, their marketplace. I have for sure. And, uh, great. Yeah, I get it. Sorry. No, <laughs> sometimes don't be sorry. Uh, sometimes <clears throat> it's a little bit missed in translation, but um, yeah, you can reach me out at phil at novatize.com. So P-H-I-L at N-O-V-A-T-I-Z-E.com. Um, so it's really easy. Or you can reach me out on, on LinkedIn also. It's going to be a pleasure for me to talk with you. Uh, if you want instantly book me a meeting, you can go to novatize.com slash phil. It's my calendar there. Uh, so it can be really easy to to to, to start talking uh, together, and it's going to be a pleasure. Yeah, good, good. I hope people reach out and uh, connect because uh, you'll be a, a tremendous partner of theirs. So let's talk Thank about you. Shopify. You were just at the uh, the Commerce Plus uh, conference yep. uh, just a few weeks ago. It was in Quebec. 
Um, um, yeah, so actually we we held uh, a streaming event. So we had over 40 uh, people here because we weren't allowed to yep. to have more because here of the, the COVID restrictions. But uh, it was um, a two-hour event where uh, Shopify actually streamed um, the new commerce trends for the future and also what they were uh, looking to to um, to to roll out in the next you know quarter, but let's say more in the next year, and it was amazing. Uh, we had the new uh, new CEO of uh, of uh, Shopify since uh, Toby you know uh, went more on the board side. No, you know, no lo- really longer being really involved into the uh, the CEO role, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was amazing with like I, I I think it was Farrell Williams. I'm not sure if I, I say his name right. Is is a songwriter and also a serial entrepreneur and lo- lots of you know really great talk. But outside of those inspiring talk, um, we've discovered that Shopify is launching new things that I think we can address today because it's really interesting. So what's coming up? Um, so first of all, uh, Shopify markets is <laughs> so amazing. Um, since the beginning, I'm using Shopify for, let's say, over the five uh, last five years. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the weaknesses of Shopify have always been two things. So first of all, Shopify has been always built for B2C. So all the B2B businesses were switching to Magento or big commerce or other solutions out there, uh, even commerce cloud. And uh, I was always asking myself, why did, you know, why they're doing that and why they're not investing more into the B2B? I think they were preparing something. So one year, one year and a half ago, I discovered Shopify bought a company called Handshake. So Handshake is basically, uh, you know, a strong B two B commerce platform, uh, but also on the rep side. So you know, where when you're on the road with the iPad, you want to mm-hmm. take orders from clients. And so Shopify basically bought this. And my theory, and I'm not sure it's that, but I think they've integrated in uh, Shopify the, the solution. So we can expect mid of Q2 2022 uh, to have now uh, new B2B features to be rolled out. And don't get me wrong here. I already know that uh, Shopify has a wholesale channel on Shopify Plus, but now they're expecting to roll out, you know, a larger um, a larger span of, of features uh, for the B2B. So we're talking about specific pricing, uh, also cart rules specific to the uh, uh, the B2B uh, business, also restriction in terms of catalog based on the type of client you are. So I'm expecting to see that uh, in the next six uh, up to 10 months on the market. And I think it's going to be disruptive. So when, when yeah. that's going to be, you know, rolled out, um, I, honestly, I'm asking myself about the futures of other solutions because Shopify really... Uh, deliver lots of performance, lots of simplicity, and and by now, lots of flexibility. I can I can say it like that. And well, I think you know anyone that's and what are they? Millions of people have built their own Shopify stores, and and if they're now working for companies, they'll be able to really have comfort in what Shopify is doing, right? Because they've had they've had so much exposure to entrepreneurs and to <clears throat> to people wanting to build their own business and. It just it allows them to be uh, more relevant uh, to a broader audience, and and they're always 
coming out with new technology and, and innovation, but this is significant, right? Like the B2B business um, in, in any market, Canada, North America is, is where all the big transactions happen, right? Like when we talk about e-commerce, oh, yeah. it's, you know, an average basket, maybe a 50 to a hundred dollars. And yeah. maybe if you sell a bunch of patios, you're getting an average basket of $300, $400, whatever. But when it comes to B2B transactions, you're talking tens of thousands of dollars. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm excited to watch that. Oh yeah. It's going to be uh, it's going to be really amazing. And, and the other point that really excited me was the other uh, weaknesses of Shopify is the multi-country, multilingual that required the user uh, since the beginning uh, to use uh, applications such as Langify to translate their website, but also to split their their uh, their website into uh, multiple instances. Uh, and and it's still the case right now. But with the new Shopify markets, it will be all built in in the same store where you're going to be able basically to do uh, market adjustment or adaptation of your catalog to showcase the right product for the right market with yep. the currency and also with the the the, the, the you know the, the language um, won't still be uh, as effective as I'm expecting to be in the end. <laughs> yeah. But uh, because Shopify did release a new uh, API, so it's the GraphQL uh, API, uh, and it it has been, I think, uh, one year and a half, something like that, in June, like last June. Uh, and, and it's really improved the, the, the speed of the translation and, and the loading time of the website. Uh, but, you know, outside of that, we still need to use like uh, an interface called Langify, which is not, you know, as good as most of the people can expect yeah. from a translation tool. But uh, markets will will hit hard also. And um, some specific features will be reserved to uh, plus users, but it will be also available to Shopify Advanced and Core uh, user. Uh, so that's um, that's that's really amazing. But and but- that's where really Amazon had a a head start. Like their country switching toggling, you can build a catalog on on the Amazon.com and easily migrate that to a Canadian, of course. Um, web base. Um, so even Mexico. Yeah. yeah. And even Mexico. And and I've done all three with a company called tidy living that I had launched. So it was, nice. it was like click of a button and all of a sudden you're now in three different markets. So to be able to now Shopify compete in that matter is, is going to be significant and it's going to be interesting because I keep hearing Shopify in the new Shopify launching different pieces. Amazon's not standing still. So they're, they're going to have to come out with some major press releases soon, I'm sure, um, to uh, slow the momentum of Shopify. Yeah, and two things that really excited me that I know that they're coming after Amazon is the fact that, first of all, they bought Shop, which is an app called that was called previously Arrival, uh, which is a tracking app where you can yeah. track your parcel. But fantastic! It, yeah, yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah. But at the at the backbone of that. You know, acquisition. They were thinking to have a marketplace, right? And they've started to implement it. Now you can follow stores that you like. You can receive some notifications based on the new product and new category of product that you're interested in. So I don't think right now the shop experience is the best experience, but it's a really good point to start because if you link that news and that new feature 
with the fact that Shopify are investing and they have invested more than a billion dollars into a facility, so a 3PL or a white glove service. Mm -hmm. I'm expecting Amazon to have some really good competition out there in terms of marketplace in the next years. Yeah, I agree. And that shop app, what I think it allows them to do is get a lot of product intel and category intel because yeah. they're tracking every transaction. Like I, I shop on multiple sites and that thing tells tells me when it's being delivered, how fast it was delivered. Like they're they're able to collect all of this insight and data and then make easier shopping experiences for customers based on this data. And then they, they get category and, and product information as well. So, you know, if they want to make recommendations to potential um, clients about what categories to get into and start building stores on, they they can easily help with that uh, big data for, for those uh, potential customers. Yeah. And at that point, it's easier for them to understand well, each type of product you're buying. And after that, they can build audience and help merchants yep. to target. So yep. <laughs> I guess it's, it's going to be amazing to, to follow in the next uh, few months, but uh, I'm expecting shop to be, uh, if they, they still call it that way, uh, to be one really good competitor to, to Walmart, uh, Walmart and Amazon. Yeah. Sorry for the lapses, but <laughs> yeah, no, it's hundred percent. Right. Mm. So, uh, let's talk about, or did you have any more from that conference? Um, no, I think it was uh, pretty much it. Maybe just just a quick note on Don and online store 2.0. So mm -hmm. basically, so I'm no longer a developer, but what I can tell is what I hear here from uh, from from my my dev team. Um, we're really excited for the new the new theme that Shopify released. So it's called Don. Uh, it's it's a theme that will allow merchants to develop their store in a more efficient way that, and provide a faster experience. So I re really encourage you to, to have a look to that theme and, and lots of things that are going to be rolled out soon uh, to improve the performance and the speed uh, for the loading time. Because we know that uh, Google, uh, you know, the Lighthouse, I think, uh, report uh, now is well implemented directly into the Shopify uh, admin dashboard where you can see your score speed in terms of the website of your, uh, uh, yep. the internal of the performance of their website. Sorry, uh, and and by now we get a lot of requests of you know entrepreneurs and, and store owners uh, to reduce the loading time of their website, but also the compression of the, the media, the, the pictures, and everything. So uh, we're really into that right now, doing lots of R and Ds to to make sure we master uh, the best the the theme. We've built uh, already two websites on, on Don, and we've released a new one uh, a few weeks ago. So that's that's amazing, uh, and I I have lots of faith into this new uh, new you know theme and way to develop stores. So I'm I'm really happy about it. Yeah, the site performance is key. I mean, for every second or two seconds it takes longer to load, the drop off is significant from customers and the. Uh, also the conversion rate, like I think you get about a 20% increase in conversion based on um, amount of seconds um, that it takes for a customer to be bored with your site loading. So oh, yes. significant for people to continue to monitor their site performance and traffic speeds. Um, <clears throat> hey, we're getting close to a, uh, we're actually broke the 30 minute mark already. Time, oh. time by, goes by so fast. Just to, to kind of wrap up, is there anything in the industry that you're, you're, you're noticing like, you know, one of our big topics we talk about consistently is the um, the ports and the lack of goods um, making it to uh, to shelf. And if you 
do any walking of stores like like I try to do, you're seeing more and more product not being available. Um, other than that, do you see any other trends that are happening? And maybe it's Quebec specific that that I'm not being able to see right now. But uh, is there, there anything that you wanted to highlight? Yeah, I see lots of of consumers now that are you know more sensible of the um, the environment. <laughs> so just to, just to be honest, yeah. I, I got out from a, a talk with with lots of people here at the office. So we're currently uh, on on the path to be uh, B Corp certified, uh, which is not done yet because it's it's a pretty it's a you know, long path. Yeah, but uh, I'm expecting to see a change. Uh, in terms of consumer habits about the type of product they are purchasing and maybe by now, you know, um, prioritize more local manufacturer and more environmental friendly suppliers. Uh, so I'm expecting to see uh, a change in that type of those type of habits because prior to the pandemic, we weren't really realizing really where the product were, were coming from. And we're, yeah. we were not really asking ourselves questions but as a concerned customer i by now uh take care of you know trying to buy from from local stores but also buy from local suppliers uh to make sure we can you know help the local economy but also because i don't think it's going to be sustainable to supply you know almost all the products in the world from from china and other you know asian country mm -hmm. Um, I think we need to bring back some some manufacturing directly here in Quebec, Montreal, Toronto, uh, and this is what we are doing right now with one of our business because it's it's so important and you cannot rely only uh, on one country or one origin to to have your your product. So if you're listening right now to podcast and you have a business and your products just come from one country, be aware might be a problem in the future. We don't know. I, I don't wish anything bad to happen, but you need to be aware that you need to reduce those type of risk. I used to import lots of containers from China from my previous business. And um, it's always a matter of, you know, tax delays and lots, mm -hmm. lots of things that can, you know, broke your, uh, your profit and losses at the end of the year. Yeah. I think, you know, the sustainability aspect of, consumer shopping i was having a conversation with some colleagues a while ago maybe a couple of weeks ago about how easy it is to shop online and how easy it is to like shop amazon i probably shop for a single item once a day and i add it to my cart and it shows up at my house one at a time and there was really no reason i couldn't wait the whole week and place one order and get a box show up with five to ten items in it but yet because it's so easy oh. I continue just place an order at a time. And what's the impact of that, right? Like having five to six boxes show up at my house, they're all stuffed with not great packaging inside to keep the product safe, the cardboard, and I'm I'm just throwing it in a recycling bin. Um, and all those boxes are brand new for a one-time use. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. So, you know, as a consumer, I I, I want to change my shopping habits. So as we hmm. As we all start to think that way, sustainability can become a, a real um, <clears throat> topic and a way for e-commerce sites to win a customer because people want to do better. Yes, for sure. And and we start to see some some merchants, such as the website we've released yesterday, uh, that are B Corp certified and they have a vision 
of the future that is right. really different than their competitors. So I, I can brag that website because I really love it. So it's Solios Watches, S-O-L-I-O-S Watches. Mm -hmm. You should have a look to that. So they have solar panels integrated directly into the watches so you don't need any battery or anything. And they are like the next MVMT, to awesome. be honest. They, they are. So I'm really excited. We've launched that on Shopify Plus yesterday. So have a look to that build. It's it's amazing. One of the best uh, websites we've launched. Cool. I can't can't wait. I, I love watches, so I'll check that out right away. But uh, <laughs> Philip, I, uh, I appreciate your time tonight. Um, I will make sure that I have all of your contact information in the comments section so people can get a hold of you. Um, we're going to have to get you on a live Q&A with me and Johnny. Um, oh, yes. Maybe, oh, yes. That would be and, that would uh, be amazing. We'll, uh, we'll set that up. Yeah. And if I can ask to your listener, if you want to have some some different content and you really enjoyed my French accent, uh, <laughs> feel free to subscribe to my podcast, which is called The Commerce Show. Uh, it will be a pleasure to 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 receive some of your past guests if they want to come on the show and have a different approach maybe on, on some some questions and conversation would be a really big pleasure so thecommerceshow.com everything is there and you can reach me out on linkedin thank you so much chris uh, uh, no I, I hope everyone takes advantage of that and yeah even if you have the same guests like <clears throat> our industry changes so fast so you know mm -hmm. for example i one of my first guests was johnny russo you had him on maybe a month or so later and I can tell you what he said on my podcast versus what he said on yours, some similarities, but a lot of new learnings because we, we are adapting and pivoting so much that, you know, every time a guest goes on to another show, they've got something exciting to say. So of so course, check, out, check it out. Uh, it's Philip, you, you're doing a great job and I appreciate that we've got to meet each other in the industry and I look forward to keeping up this relationship. Yeah. Thank you so much, Chris. It was a All right, my friend. Thanks. You've been listening to Delivering E-Commerce. It's our passion to have on leaders and suppliers in e-commerce from around the globe, setting you and your strategy up for the next level. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and we'll be back soon. Connect with Chris on LinkedIn at Chris Parsons on LinkedIn and Spotify at Delivering E-Commerce or on YouTube at Chris Parsons Delivering E-Commerce. Till next time, this is Delivering E-Commerce.